Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Yesterday when Rob Parker and I were here, we talked about Jalen Ramsey going after a Jacksonville reporter for putting up a video of a fight at training camp, sticking up for his teammates, as he put it, and then telling his teammates to not talk to that reporter and threatening that reporter because of what he posted on social media after telling them not to. I didn't think that that was a good practice. I didn't think that Antonio Brown being mad over a tweet sent by Ed Bouchette of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette was a good practice. Practice. I don't think that the NFL players should be attacking the media for what they tweet or what they may put on social media if it seems to be as fair game as a training camp fight would be or Antonio Brown limping off the field. Jalen Ramsey now comes out today, and no, it doesn't come out today. The article came out today in GQ magazine in an interview that he did with Clay Skipper, and we, what we hear from Jalen Ramsey is his analysis of a majority of the quarterbacks in the National Football League, but it wasn't a situation where you had Jalen Ramsey saying, 
All right, let me break down these 32 quarterbacks. Let's start in the AFC East. Good, bad, awful. It kind of came in a natural conversation. I think what we can agree on, Jonas, is that Jalen Ramsey, thank goodness, is speaking his mind, something that we don't often get in the world of sports. Yeah, I don't have an issue with it. You can't you can't have it both ways. Uh, we wish these guys would say more things. They give too, uh, too many cookie-cutter responses. And then when a guy comes out and takes a sawed-off, figuratively, not literally, to half the quarterbacks in the NFL, and he's being brutally honest about it and putting his name on it, I I don't have an issue with it at all. I, I I wish I wish we got that kind of honesty more often. And when a player is talk, there's certain players in the league who sometimes just talk. Freddie Mitchell, he just talked, and he didn't really deliver. You know, I mean his his claim to fame is he had the belt tuck way before Aaron Rodgers did, and he, uh, the the belt championship thing, the the wrapper yes. under waist, like way before Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. But he never gets credit for it. Jalen Ramsey is one of the best players in football. I would say he's a top 10. If you were starting an NFL team, not a quarterback, if you were starting a team, I would imagine Jalen Ramsey is one of the top guys you think about taking in the NFL. I think he's probably I think he's a top two corner yes. in the NFL. I think it's him or Josh Norman as the best two cornerbacks in the National Football League. And yeah, he would be a guy that you would that would be rare. And yes. so when a guy like that speaks out and gives honest opinions, and again, they're just his opinions about quarterbacks around the NFL, you can either dismiss the comments and say, well, he's just, uh, that's a guy just talking trash. Or you can look at it and go, well, I don't know, you hear some of the stuff that he had to say, and it seems like he pays attention to what goes on in college. He's watching what's happening. When he threw Josh Allen under the bus, it wasn't like he just said, oh, this guy stinks. He gave examples as to why this guy struggled against top-tier teams in college football. So I don't have an issue with it. I, I wish more players were honest like that. And Jalen Ramsey, if if um, if this is how he goes about his business, I'm good with it. In the question about Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills quarterback, who has never taken an, uh, taken an NFL snap, Ramsey responded, responded, excuse me, I think Allen is trash. I don't care what nobody say. He's trash, and it's going to show, too. That's a stupid draft pick to me. We play them this year, and I'm excited as hell. I hope he's their starting quarterback. He played at Wyoming. Every time they played a big school, like they played, and I think it was Iowa, not yeah. Iowa State, but what she said is not a big school in his opinion. He threw five interceptions, and they lost by a couple of touchdowns, saying he never beat a big school. So there was, there was data and reasons yeah. on why he thought that Josh Allen wasn't a good quarterback, but this conversation then was, was a, a branching off of the conversation of why Lamar Jackson wasn't drafted higher. And his ex- explanation on that and why he is wondering why Lamar Jackson wasn't drafted higher was if he had the same traits as Baker Mayfield – and Baker Mayfield went number one, and those traits were worthy of the number one pick. Why did Lamar Jackson last to number 32, and why were other quarterbacks taken before Lamar Jackson was? That's where the the point ended up being, and Josh Allen's name was then brought into it because of the fact that he was taken ahead of Lamar Jackson. The other quarterbacks that he talked about, and there were a bunch, started out in a way of, who are the quarterbacks that you don't think suck? That was the question to Jalen Ramsey. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Marcus Mariota, who he faces twice a year. Tyrod Taylor, he says, is a better quarterback than he gets credit for. And he goes on to say that Carson Wentz and Deshaun Watson from the Eagles and the Texans, respectively, will be battling for the next five or ten years for MVPs. All of this is really good stuff, Jonas, because we don't know what it's like to be a cornerback in the National Football League and going up against guys. And he has gone up against guys. And I should leave out the point where he did say, or I did leave out the point where he said, 
Joe Flacco sucks because he's actually played against Joe Flacco and says that he was not impressed and thinks that Lamar Jackson will have more of a role in Baltimore. But all of this is analysis, whether it's taken from watching film, from playing against guys, from from scouting. This is how Jalen Ramsey has an opinion. This all this is all that we want from NFL players. Yeah, I, I don't. Right? Yeah, I don't. I don't have an issue with it. Like I said, if. It, we get so tired of Belichick doesn't give us any responses. We get so tired of Tom Brady never gives us gives us any uh, real answers. Tom Brady walked out of a press conference, and that was the story of the day, because all he said was, uh, "It's ridiculous to ask about PEDs. Uh, I'm out. See you guys." And that turned into a big story because he doesn't speak. If Jalen Ramsey is going to open up and give actual and and not just surface sort of takes and surface sort of opinions and provide data to go along with it, to your point. That's, I'm good with it. I don't, I don't have an issue whatsoever. What I think he needs to be careful of, though, is the more you say, the less meaning that it has. And this is this is the issue that, that I would have with it. And I don't know if it's if it's timing, if this was going to be in a, in a new stand coming up in September, so the article ends up coming out now. But this is now the second week in a row of a training camp where we've had Jalen Ramsey in the news, and it's from what he said and did. So for everything that we said about how great of a player he is, he also has a pretty strong voice because of how good he is, Jonas. And this is what worries me, is that the more and more that he talks, and I love the honesty. I would not want it the other way around. I don't want it like Bill Belichick. I don't want it like that. But the more and more that he continues to talk, the less and less everything that he said prior means. There's it's less weight. And that's where I think you you've got to be careful because if you're talking every single week and making comments and strong comments about players, it's just it's not gonna hold weight. We've seen it before with Terrell Owens, Chad Johnson, LeVar Ball. I, I mean the biggest one of all, the, the the more he talks, the less we listen. That's what scares me about Jalen Ramsey is you gotta be you gotta be careful. You gotta watch. It doesn't scare me, but you just gotta watch out on how you deliver because pretty soon if you talk too much, your words are gonna be empty. Well, um, you saw the media's reaction when it came to Marshawn Lynch after he refused to speak at the Super Bowl. Every mm-hmm. time somebody wanted to interview Marshawn Lynch, it was like uh, hey, watch this. Hey Marshawn, your thoughts on the game? Got no thoughts. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Tickling each other? Like, Jesus, the guy's not going to speak. He doesn't want to talk. So you just walk away. But everybody wanted to go there. What's going to happen now is every single media member is going to try and get a soundbite out of Jalen Ramsey. The sad part about this whole conversation is that this wasn't caught on on tape. Like, there mm-hmm. was no audio of it. Because like, I have a buddy whose name is Alan, I would love nothing more than to have a soundbite that I could send to him that said, Alan's trash. I, that's all I want. <laughs> but we don't have that now because Jalen Ramsey did it for an interview with GQ. So your point, yeah, every mic's going to be in his face. Um, uh, they're, they're all going to be talking to him. They're all going to to want to get a soundbite out of him. Uh, it's just, I, I, I'm curious to see what he actually thinks about his own quarterback, Blake Bortles. Um because I know that he he gave sort of a a a standard response of, well, you know, he's got to do what he's got to do, and I wish we would have trusted him more and all that. But if he were not his quarterback, how would he react it? Because Blake Bortles has been the laughing stock of quarterback play in the NFL for the past couple of years. He had a he had a good year last year. He played pretty well in the postseason. 
But he's been the butt of many jokes around the NFL by media and by fans. And so I find it funny that Jalen Ramsey takes a shot at, at Ben Roethlisberger, who's got two Super Bowls, but with his own quarterback, yeah, I wish he would have trusted him more. They, they do have the, yeah, they do have the, the Steelers number. Roethlisberger, he's picked off Roethlisberger, I think, three times in his career. Yeah. And we obviously know what they did in the AFC Divisional Playoffs with getting a regular season win that they had earlier. But, yeah, to his point about Bortles as well, what what's interesting about it is saying that he wished that they had more confidence in him in that AFC championship game to throw the ball at the end of the first half. They also asked, how does he do in practice? And he says, we don't go up against him in practice. Only in training camp do you have the ones and the ones saying that he goes up against the scout team in practice leading up to games. And then he said they didn't want to hurt his confidence that going up against that Jaguars defense. Now there's some, there's, there's bravado there for your own team and what you do, but also you have to realize that he's wearing the same helmet and Jersey you are. So even though he's not on the field at the same time, he is your teammate. And that's not the, that's not the most glowing response that you would have. You would hope that that defense could maybe toughen him up and show that he can make the throws doesn't seem like that's the case in Jacksonville. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at noon Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. And John Ramos is here as well in 90 minutes, a John Ramos show, a new and improved. I don't know if it's going to be a new format, Jonas. I just know that it's going to be a new episode. Yeah, I mean, you never can tell. Uh, Sometimes... I can just get the idea during the prep of the show. And the reason I know about the prep of the John Ramos show is because it goes on while we are doing the show. So I can sometimes see his reactions and think, okay, we got ourselves a winner. And then other times I go, yeah, I don't think this is going to go real well. (laughs) Don't worry. It even happens prior to the show. I noticed today that Robert Guerra, our executive producer, was working on the John Ramos show as we were trying to work on this show. So it's a nonstop production (laughs) Of the John Ramos show. And while most TV shows are on hiatus in the summer, not the John Ramos show, new episodes whenever possible. Jalen Ramsey could have his own TV show and it'd be pretty darn good. He's got an article in GQ out and the Jaguars cornerback gave his analysis of, I don't want to say all of the quarterbacks in the National Football League, but saying some would be an understatement because there seems to be about, I don't know, 20 breakdowns or so of different signal callers in the National Football League. Some good, some bad, but Jalen Ramsey just giving his honest opinion of what he thinks of the current state of quarterbacks in the National Football League. And it's a mixed bag, giving kudos to the likes of Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady, and not giving kudos to such quarterbacks as Ben Roethlisberger, Andrew Luck, and Matt Ryan, if he knew Matt Ryan's name. Those are just some of the quarterbacks that were brought up in this GQ article. And how and Joe Flacco, by the way, he is not a fan of the Baltimore Ravens no. signal caller. Yeah, not not a big fan at all. I, I think he would speak for many and uh, many fantasy football owners who have had to sign Joe Flacco on a scramble, thinking, "All right, this is the time." And then he gives you a uh, a twelve of nineteen, buck twenty six, no touchdown, no interception performance, and you go, "Wow, there's a waste of money." Uh, there it goes. Uh, bye bye uh, to my fantasy hopes and dreams. Um. I, I am curious to think what Tom Coughlin thinks about all this. I, I would love to, to ask Tom Coughlin, are you okay with this? Because Tom Coughlin, and we all know that he's essentially running the show in Jacksonville. Uh, we know Doug Marone is the coach, but Doug Marone is an extension of Tom Coughlin. They've already punished Jalen Ramsey 
for issues he's had going on social media, um, uh, criticizing local reporters there. This this would tell me that they've had conversations with him before about, hey, keep it cool. We don't need all this. And then out comes a GQ article where he just lays waste uh, to 75% of the quarterbacks in the NFL. I can't imagine Tom Coughlin's thrilled. No, and Tom Coughlin likes to run a tight ship, and that's why you get a one-week suspension for him and a Dante Fowler as well. They want to keep things in order in Jacksonville. In reading this piece, there are some who are – I, I really don't know if there are some. i got to be honest with you. I don't know if people are even uh, offended at all by these comments. Most of the things that I've heard are like, good, he's speaking up. That was the message that Bucky Brooks had from the NFL Network as he joined us earlier, but said if anybody does have a problem with this article, well, then they didn't get the big picture of it. Here was Bucky Brooks earlier on the show. Well, I think what you're hearing is the pushback on a lot of people have their favorite quarterback. A lot of people romanticize about all of their quarterbacks, their favorite quarterbacks being elite dudes. Uh, Bucky Brooks got an email. Guys that are keys to playing with them or against them are saying, no, these guys are fine and they're okay, but there's some flaws with them. And the reason they talk about the elite, because a lot of times guys are thrown into that elite quarterback circle easily. But really the elites, when you talk to players, it's Tom Brady, it's Aaron Rodgers. They will throw Drew Brees in there and maybe Russell Wilson, but there are not a lot of guys that they're saying deserve to be in the VIP club. You've got mail. <laughs> Unreal. Can we next time? Can we not have an email up when we're playing audio from a computer? Unbelievable. Just, maybe just log out for that for that oh five minutes. Oh my god! There's a mute just, on it. There's a mute at the top. Yeah. On Outlook. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh that, that was Bucky Brooks earlier. Uh, we have a fractured team here at Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. But another fallout of this, and and I think Bucky's right where you've got a, you know, a handful of elite quarterbacks. Uh, by, by the way, that before we go off the subject, yeah. that's the equivalent to uh, going to use the restroom at like a TGI Fridays, and you peek into the kitchen and you see the cook drop the burger on the floor. Uh, <laughs> that's what just happened here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Oh, uh, one unread message <laughs> in the inbox. Buck, um, Bucky Brooks laying out, essentially, there's there's a handful of elite quarterbacks that no matter what, everybody's going to say they're great. Under that, Jonas, even there may, be good, there may be good quarterbacks that some think are great and some think that are okay. There are okay quarterbacks that some think stink and that some think are all right. So you have various opinions on it, and I think that's one of the things that Bucky is trying to say. But what you have also got is you've got Jalen Ramsey talking about his own quarterback. He was brought in, or Blake Bortles' name was brought into the conversation, and he brought up that the team didn't trust, that the organization didn't trust Blake Bortles in that AFC Championship game against New England and said that he and said that he felt that they wished that they were a little bit more aggressive. He also said that they don't go up against the Jaguars' offense during the season, and he joked that it's going to hurt his confidence. But if you want to dig a little deeper into that, there could be some issues there. Yeah. Um, when you start to sit, when we've seen this a couple of times in the NFL, um, and there could be more examples, but just off the top of my head, the most recently the Seattle Seahawks, um, before that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, before that, say the Chicago Bears, the 85 Bears, mm-hmm. to where you saw a team whose defense was the star of the team. Regardless of what anybody says, the 85 Bears, it was about their defense. The Seahawks, it was about that Legion of Boom defense, that mentality they carried. For as good as Russell Wilson became, he wasn't he wasn't as good 
of a quarterback at that time because I think he was still developing. And then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it was all about the defense. You know, John Gruden get all the credit he wants, but that defense was world class and they were the best in the league. But what ends up happening is they become the star and there's almost a divide. Well, it's all about the team. And not really, because I can remember Warren Sapp saying, well, if we had, um, you know, uh, if we had even the 15th ranked offense, we'd be the best team in the NFL. Nobody could stop us. All right. So what you're saying is that the offense isn't good enough. It's all about the defense. If the offense could get good enough, you would win more Super Bowls. Same with the 85 Bears who who called out Jim McMahon for not staying healthy from time to time. Um, same with the Seattle Seahawks to where they were critical of Russell Wilson. And once um, uh, Marshawn Lynch left, it just That's wasn't the ever key. the same. Yeah, yeah. So, to me, he's kind of throwing shade at the offense here. He's he's kind of calling out the coaching staff for not letting Blake Bortles do this or not letting him do that. And we know how that played when Richard Sherman was trying to call out plays on the sideline and telling the offense not to do this during a regular season game last year. I just wonder if at some point the defense becomes such a star that they almost look down on the offense for not being able to play at their level, and I wonder if that does cause a divide, and maybe that's a bigger concern for you. You know what I think is is different in Jacksonville than the other situations that were brought up? Humidity is, that, is humidity, and that Blake Bortles could lose his job. Yeah, that Jim McMahon was going to be the Bears' quarterback. There was no doubt about that. Russell Wilson was the guy in Seattle. The Buccaneers. Brad Johnson was their veteran quarterback. The Blake Bortles situation, and this is why it may be tough on on him specifically, is because there was such a question about his status. And if this team takes a step back this year offensively, I know that they made the commitment to Blake Bortles in the offseason, but this we've seen the Seahawks' window of a defense, to use them as an example. It's maybe five years, six years at, at most, and so you've got to maximize Every single one of those years, Jacksonville is taking a risk with having Blake Bortles, but this puts him even more in the spotlight. The divides, you really couldn't argue with the success of those divides, Jonas, because no. the Bears won a Super Bowl, yep. the Buccaneers won a Super Bowl, the Seahawks won a Super Bowl. We're on the verge of, of winning back-to-back ones. But in the end, it ends up crumbling down. The Bears ended up crumbling. The Buccaneers' run didn't last as long as maybe some would have hoped. So there's so there's that aftermath of it. But, yeah, I do think it's a legit problem just because of the the status of Blake Bortles, of, of even just him keeping his job. And if now you have defenders, it's not – it's not like all of the pressure is being put on the other 11 players on offense. All of the pressure is being put on one Blake Bortles, and that's different than the others. And we always hear uh, defense wins championships in sports, and it's true. Defenses do win championships. Um, you know what wins a lot of championships? Great offenses. And you can think, ah, you, no, that, that's BS. Think about it. Think about all the dynasties we've seen just in the last 20 to 30 years in the NFL, whether it was the 49ers of the 80s, whether it was the Dallas Cowboys of the 90s, whether it was the Patriots most recently, what do they all have in common? They're all known for great quarterback play and great offenses. Nobody talks about the defenses, and it's true because that's sustainable. A great quarterback can carry you to great places. Like Bill Walsh was an offensive-minded head coach. Jimmy Johnson, yeah, defense was important in Dallas, but it was all about that offensive line and Troy Aikman and running the football. Even at one point during one of the Super Bowls, they went into halftime trailing Buffalo, 
and they ran the same play to start the second half because they knew they could wear out that Buffalo defense. So you can you can talk all you want about, well, you know, it's our defense that's going to carry this team. But if you want to win a lot of Super Bowls and you want to have sustained success, you need consistent, high-caliber high play offensively or else it's not going to happen. And that's been proven in the NFL for the last 30 to 40 years. We've seen that, and, and that's... That's the one thing I would say about Jacksonville. If, if anything concerned me, not so much that he's honest, it's the fact that he is sort of calling out his offense, kind of implying that, yeah, they don't want to – they're scared to put him up against us. Well, if I'm if I'm Blake Bortles, I'm thinking, what the hell is that? Like, okay, put me up against you guys. Like, if I, if the whole point is to get better, what are, what are we trying to do here? It, I think he was trying to make the point of how strong their defense is, and it can be taken a completely different way. And it's the way that we're talking yeah. about right now is that it's not about how great the Jacksonville defense is; it's about how fragile that they have been handling Blake Bortles and how concerned they are and how much pressure is on him. By the way. I picked Jacksonville to win it all this year. Like even all right. with all of this, I there I've, I've there's I I think that the defense is great enough. This fracture may not help, but I still think that they are so elite on defense. No matter what Jalen Ramsey says about any other quarterback in the NFL, I think that they're going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, you know what I do um, most of the time because like Dan does a show here uh, on Sundays uh, here on Fox Sports Radio, a great show with Mike Harmon. I do weekend overnights. Everybody that listens to my show is hammered. So what I do is I usually pick make my Super Bowl picks every February. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah, after Not the season. Bad. And because they're so Let's, bombed, they have no idea what's happening. So I get away with it every time. Uh, John Ramos is off his email now. Okay. So he is, he is back joining <laughs> us. You've got a show to marked, do. Marked, marked red. <laughs> All right. Uh, grow up, you guys. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now. Now. Does it get any better than this? I think not. It's the John Ramos Show. Ramos. It's the John Ramos Show. It's John Ramos Show. This is the John Ramos Sports on Fox Radio. Huh? Here's John Ramos. He says exactly what Suzanne tells him to say. Ramos. Shut up, Ramos. Yeah! Yeah! All right! Yeah! I hope I remember how to yeah. do this. Hey, yeah. come on! Get up, let's do this. Good evening, everybody. We have a great show for you tonight. It's What Up Wednesday. <laughs> Make sure to always use the hashtag, the John Ramos Show. On tonight's show, in honor of Tiger Woods' vintage performance at the BGA, we need to you to tweet us your favorite comebacks of all time. Was it Tom Brady in the Super Bowl against the Falcons? What about the Cavs coming back from down 3-1? Or maybe it's Lisa Ann's return to the adult film industry. Tweet us your answers and we'll read them on the air. Uh, Later on on tonight's show, I'll share some of my dirtiest sports secrets on the down low, so stay tuned for that. Plus, today is National Freeway Sign Day. So we want to know from you what your favorite freeway sign is. Mine is ZZZYXX. Off the 15. (laughs) (laughs) Zizix. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uh, That plays well for the national audience. Jonas, what is your favorite sign? Uh, I actually, I'm a big fan. Look, my normal psychic Ryan is not here today, but I have my friend Robert here with me. And Robert. Hey, John. Let's get it started with some some football. How's that? Sounds good. All right, look. I thought this was interesting. Did you see that Bud Light? 
put fridges all around Cleveland that will give out free beer when the Browns win their first game. Yeah, I did see that, John. Yeah, and I heard they're going to do something similar here in L.A. Really? Yeah, they're going to give out free beer the next time the Dodgers convert a save. Oh, come on. (laughs) Crowd didn't even laugh at (laughs) me. Oh, there they are. are. Delayed response. (laughs) But but don't worry, uh, the, uh, the reporters will wish happy birthday on Twitter. What else? Whatever happened to LeBron? <laughs> Whatever happened to LeBron's headband? Find out next on the John Ramos Show. Is that five-second delay with the studio audience <laughs> in Saudi Arabia? <laughs> they hear the joke a little bit later. Introducing Zipper Cat Skate and Flush from the Get The hell is this? Everybody give it up for Garth Brooks! All right, man. There we go. All right. Nobody in country music has loved more tender than my man Garth Brooks. Don't forget, he'll join me here up on stage later on for an in-depth interview. we got Shaquille O'Neal at... What? What is that? I don't know. An appearance from Jeannie Buss. (laughs) That's unbelievable. Thank you, Eric Roberts. I'm back in the editing, Dave. Hey, by the way, you know Frank Pollock, our former tech producer, the yeah. late great? He said if he was in porn, his name would be Girth Brooks. Oh, it's <laughs> true story. He said it on the air. That's true. Talk about our mutual passion for baseball headset microphone, the dead of jeans. Stay what? tuned for that. Also, we have job so exclusive, something you won't hear on any other show. Is Sam Donald going to start for the Jets? <laughs> I'll have that for you later on. But right now, just because I want you to know where you can always count on the John Ramos Show to give you the inside scoop, it's time for this. This is the download. Oh my God, I love this. The download. I'm taking my clothes John off. Story. It's been a while. Look, the Cleveland Browns have only won one game in the past two seasons. But, look, on the down low, I heard HBO was thinking about putting them on hard knocks this season. (laughs) (laughs) Our ratings are so damn low. LeBron James played all 82 games for the Cavs for the first time in his career this past season. But on the down low, I heard he's thinking of signing with the Lakers. (laughs) Why <laughs> does the music stop? So Khalil Mack Put him on different buttons. Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald have won the last two NFL Defensive Player of the Year awards. But on the down low, I heard both guys are unhappy right now and they might hold out for new deals. <laughs> Why? Why does Jay Cutler look like he has no chin? Find out next <laughs> on the John Robo Show. And now these messages. Uh. Man. This is Bud Ball. He can spin. Here comes Katie rolling It's been in. fun and doing this, this show, Dan. <laughs> this is our last episode. Uh, I firmly believe that's a wrap on the uh, BKR. Did someone spill a gallon of Coke on the board? <laughs> Coca-Cola, by yeah. the way. By the way. Uh, Not that the Tim Allen version. Uh, okay, let's hear. Did, did Keen pick up a shift? <laughs> let's hear for Garth Brooks. Yay. Yay. Wait, time out. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't really sound like Garth sounds Brooks. Sounds like uh, but yeah. Margaritaville, it doesn't al- it? Well, look. Uh, it sounds like a cover. 
Okay. <laughs> it, it really does. I don't think this is Garth Brooks. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Eric, Eddie DeBay, thank you for that. Uh, by the way, we'll talk, to, we'll talk to Garth later on. We'll ask him I hope if not. this is really him. Also coming up, I know you've been waiting on this for a while. Monday was National Left-Handers Day, so I will give you my top 10 left-handed third-string quarterbacks to play in the SEC in the 90s. <laughs> Trust me, there are some stars on that list. But, of course, it's time for one of my favorites. It's the John Ramos Show Mailbag. Look. This one comes from Arnie in Vermont. Go ahead, Jonas. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, knuckleheads. This is Arnie in Vermont. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Hey, John, I'm a big Arizona Wildcats fan, and I think Khalil Tate might win the Heisman this year. What do you think, Knucklehead? Look, great question, Arnie. I like Khalil Tate as well, but you know, there's a pub down in Tucson that has happy hour that goes all the way from 9 p.m. on Wednesday, <laughs> and that's nice, so you should definitely check that one out. <laughs> Let's move on to Rob in Detroit. John... <laughs> What are the Lions finally going to cut the court with Stat Padford? He's not a good quarterback. Great question, Rob. Thank you for asking that. There's just something about walking across the 8-mile bridge at 2 in the morning on a Saturday night that really puts things in perspective. How about this mail from uh, Steve in San Diego, I think? John, we lost the Clippers. Now we lost the Chargers. Why doesn't any sports team want to stay in San Diego? Steve, thanks for checking in. You know, I went to SeaWorld with my kids a few weeks ago. UCLA plays in two hours? Turns out that none of the whales are actually named Shamu, and I thought that was very interesting. Look, that's all the time we have for tonight. A big thanks to everyone who joined us, including uh, Garth Brooks for being tonight's special guest. Sorry, G. Brooks. We'll have to get back to you later on. And Robert, I'll catch you on your backside. Oh, oh man. That, is, that was unbelievable. Um, man. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know why. Uh he said, uh, take it away, Jonas, when uh, a guy from Arnie, oh, yeah. who was a guy named Arnie, was calling in. Uh, you know the, the old saying, it's just like riding a bike. Yeah. That was a bike with one wheel. Uh, yeah. And, that, that was. Yeah, and yeah, no seat. Yeah, that was, that was quite a ride. Maybe, oh, man. Maybe when there's gaps between John Ramos shows, we should just do dry runs in between. Oh, my God. That is too wow. good, man. I, I man, good stuff. I'm so glad that wasn't on the air. No. Like that was just a practice <laughs> edition. Like, I'm so glad it just, you know, we didn't try and do it one take. Oh, I'll turn uh, the transmitter on. Stand by. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> oh man, that was too good. Um, all right, uh, Dan Byer, Jonas Knox, in for Doug Gottlieb here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, if you have. Any information you would like to pass along to John Ramos or if you would like to provide him with ideas for future John Ramos show bits, uh, please hit him up at JSRamos06, hashtag. The John Ramos Show. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.